Give me the Horizons new song, Lost, coming out Cinco de Mayo weekend, bro. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. When is the actual release date? Because Cinco de Mayo is on a Friday. So I don't know when the actual release let, let me look it up and tell you guys. So you guys know. It's out the 4th. So it's out that Thursday. Should be good. Should be good. Look at these comments. Bring me the Horizon Ghost Pop Punk. Yes, bro. Yes. Cannot wait. My Chemical Horizon. It does sound like My Chemical Romance a little bit. I can't wait. May 4th. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me. Punch the mouth official on Instagram. Official underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Punch in the Mouth podcast. I'm Adrian. We're back here. Episode 102. I hope everybody's well. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. I had to re-record this episode. I had it done last night. This was supposed to be out by 9 a.m. And it's currently 3.30. Good on you, Adrian, you fucking idiot. Fucking deleting shit because you pressed something that you weren't supposed to. Adrian, you're a fucking idiot, okay? You fucking dumbass. Alright, I got all the fucks out of my system. So, we're gonna re record this episode. The good news is, a lot of stuff has come out since we last spoke on Wednesday. But before I get to that, I'm gonna tell you guys the new schedule for the Punch in the Mouth podcast. So I'm going to release the first, this, the, which is not a lot's going to change, just I'm going to try to stick to a schedule. So the first episode will release on Wednesdays around 3 or 4, I haven't decided yet, but I'm going to shoot for 3. And the opinion episodes, I'm going to record them on Thursdays, because hopefully nothing crazy happens, but if stuff happens in between the two shows... Uh, I'll either make uh, Instagram reel about it or we'll post it on the YouTube channel. I'm going to test out the green screen later today. But that's going to go up on Fridays at 9 a.m. So that, that one, the main thing to look out for is, other than the smack talk and F-bombs I'll drop, is the PITM picks. Because we're going to keep, like, that's the only thing changing. I'm going to try to stick to a schedule to help my growth. And I'm going to... I focus a lot more on social media. I'm even thinking about making a TikTok. I don't know about all that yet with the potential ban that's coming. I don't know if I want to get into a game where I'm not going to be able to play for very long. I'm also trying to get a new phone. So maybe with the new phone, that'll become a little bit easier. I don't know. We got to see, man. We got to see. So punch in the mouth. Wednesdays between 3 to 4. Still to be determined. But... I'm going to tell myself 3. No, that's it. 3 o'clock. That's so. Wednesdays at 3, the, the first episode will drop. And then Fridays at 9 a.m. Alright, so keep a lookout for that starting next week. Wednesdays and Fridays. Because doing it Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's not work. I mean, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Because I would wait for the rankings to come out. 
But if I do it Wednesdays and Fridays, it gives me a day, so it's cool. So I could record Tuesday, release it Wednesday, and then record Thursday. I can even record on Wednesday and release it on Friday. But I'll try to record Thursdays to see if anything comes out between Tuesday to Thursday. And then record Thursday and we'll release it on Friday. But let's talk about all the stuff that has transpired since we left spoke. Look what Juliana Pena said about Amanda Nunes. Juliana Pena explains why her back hurts ahead of trilogy fight with Amanda Nunes at UFC 289 from carrying this fight and from making her relevant again. It was announced on April 9th that UFC 289 will feature Nunes vs. Pena 3 in the upcoming mixed martial arts event produced by the Ultimate Fighting Championships, which takes place on Saturday, June 10th at the Rogers Arena in Vancouver, British Columbia. It's not British Columbia, is it? It is. I'm an idiot. It is. The Bantamweight title belt will see Nunes taking on Pena in the octagon. The two fighters first met in December of 2021 at UFC 269, where it was Pena defeating Nunes by way of shocking submission at 326 of round two. In doing so, claiming the title, Lioness was looking for revenge in July of 2022 at UFC 277 and obtained a lopsided unanimous decision win over the Valenzuelan Vixen. The June, this June in Canada, I said the June, this June in Canada, we will see a trilogy fight between the two where Nunez will be putting a crown on the line for a third consecutive fight with Pena inside the cage. Juliana Pena during her appearance in the MMA Hour reflected on her upcoming bout with two-division two champ Nunez. I'm a star. You you, re you realize how bad my back hurts right now? My back is broken, okay, from carrying this fight and from making her relevant again. After I beat her, after I beat her the first time, literally my back hurts. We are, of course, going to be the main event. I'm carrying us all the way there like I always do. And then both of the both of those fights were like very lopsided in towards the winner, right? And then people attribute the the fact that Amanda lost was because she um she went into that fight injured. I'm like, don't discredit Juliana, okay? Please don't do that. We can't be doing that anymore. We have to stop doing that because then you have to discredit. Oh well. I could say this, Nate went into that fight with Jorge Mazadal with a bad knee. So what? Like, so what? Oh, I broke my hand in the first round. That's not, that's not the winner's problem. That's your fault. That's your problem to deal with, not theirs. You know what I mean? So we have to, like, stop making excuses. Like, I can make excuses for Max all day. And Max did, didn't make excuses because I believe Max went into that third fight with Volkanovski hurt. Because that dude did not look the same. And then look at Volk. He said in the second fight he couldn't really sleep. We didn't hear about it until he fought. Was it the third fight with Max or the fight? I want to say it was the fight after that. No, it wasn't because the fight after that he fought Islam, Adrian. You're a f dude, you're on one today, bro. You're a fucking idiot. You are an idiot. First of all, you're an idiot because you... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Let's do the bets real fast. And then we'll talk more. We're going to talk Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis. Okay. So, we're only going to do three... Is it three or four fights? We're only going to do three fights. We're going to do Sergey Pavlovich versus Curtis Blades. 
I'm gonna go with Sergey Pavlovich. Brad Tavares versus Bruno Silva. I'm gonna go with Bruno Silva because this dude gave Alex Pereira a hard time. And then Bobby Green versus Jared Gordon. I'm gonna go with Bobby Green, even though that's a risky bet. Because Jared Gordon, he was the one that last fought Patty Pimblett. And the way Bobby Green fights, how old is Bobby? He's saying he's gonna retire after this fight, so I don't know if he has. One, he's 36. He he could probably that this should yeah I'm pretty sure he, this should be his um this should be his uh, last fight. He's he's local to my area. He's from San Bernardino. He fights out of Fontana. I live in Riverside, so yeah, he's local to the area. I don't know where he trains. I don't know if he, where he because Kevin Holland is also local to the area, but he lives in Texas. When I mean local to the area before people start making fun of me is that he was born in Riverside. So originally, Song Dong and Ricky Simone were expected to fight at this card. But because Renato Moicano got hurt and they, they didn't find a replacement for Armin Sarukian, they moved that fight to next weekend. So th there are three picks for that. We're going to do the Bellator of the Saturday card only. I'm going to put on Bellator a little bit later. Today and watch this car moosh. Oh, I hope you guys didn't hear that. You probably did though. You probably did. Um, oh, listen to this. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Even though I know this messes up my. So, the main card you have Rafian Stans versus Patchy Minks. Alimele McFarlane versus Kan Kanawanabi. Watanabe. Aaron Pico versus James Gonzalez. And Yancy Medeiros versus. Charlie Lieri or Larry? It could be just Larry. It's Larry, sorry. Charlie Larry. Okay, so I'm gonna go Ruffian Stance, even though he's a lot older. I'm going Alimane McFarlane, Aaron Pico, and I'll go Yancy Medeiros. Those are four, my four picks for the Bellator card. And, and originally, Kyoji Haraguchi was supposed to fight Ray Borg, but this happened. Bellator returns to Hawaii, or Bellator's return to Hawaii has led to some disappointing news for a pair of fighters. The promotion has released Ray Borg and Keone Diggs after they struggled to make weight for U I was gonna say UFC 295, oh my god, Bellator 295, and never made their trips to the scale at Friday's official weigh-ins. Those weight failures resulted in the cancellation of their fights. Borg was set to make his Bellator debut against former bantamweight champion Kyoji Haraguchi to open the Bellator 295 main card on Showtime. Their fight was supposed to take place at Flyweight, though Bellator does not have a men's Flyweight division. Then it was moved up to 130 pounds, but Borg never made the attempt on the scale. Diggs from Hawaii was scheduled to fight Weber Almeida in a featherweight bout on the prelims. I think Ray and Kenny both had catchweights to begin with. And we started with one contract price and then they negotiated a catchweight because they couldn't make weight, Coker told MMA Junkie after Friday's ceremonial weigh-ins for Bellator 295 in Honolulu. And then for them to miss weight completely when it's time to fight, this is a, hold on, professional fight league. This is not an amateur tournament. I think it's time to say goodbye to both of them and we're going to move on and let's see them fight somewhere else and good luck. Oh, let them fight somewhere else in good luck. Borg has had weight issues in the past, and his resume includes 21 total fights, but now 17 known cancellations. In the past, I get it, Coker said, but his management team and my team assured me that he was going to be able to make weight 
and make the catch weight, which was 130 for sure, no problem. You go by the work because usually we don't have a problem like this in a fight that big. But unfortunately, that's what happened. And it goes on to say this. The news didn't get much better for Borg on Friday. Along with his Bellator release before he could even fight there, his management company Dominance MMA released him from its stable of fighters. In statements from Dominance to John Morgan, apologized to Bellator, Haraguchi, and Haraguchi's gym American top team for Borg not being willing or able to make weight, resulting in an unnecessary complicated f complications for all involved. Given the circumstances as well, our own embarrassment, we can no longer in good faith represent our now former client. Yeah, and so Deanna Bennett, who's supposed to fight Liz Carmouche, by the time you guys hear this, the fights might be going on. She also missed weight, but she at least she attempted to weigh in. I think the problem here is that these two guys, they didn't even attempt to weigh in, you know. Sucks, man. Sucks. Sucks for Haraguchi. I really like that guy. It sucks for Bellator because if you're if you're like a, a big fan of MMA, you know who Haraguchi is. You know he had fights against um, Demetrius Johnson. You know he had um, fights against Sergio Perez. You know he had fights against who else? Who else was good that he fought? Patchy Minks. He was in the he was in the Grand Prix. So you know that stuff is there, right? Like. It's it's there. Like, this guy's the man, but if we can't get him a fight, it's not fair to him. You know what I'm saying? You guys know what I'm saying? I hope I hope it's known what I'm saying because that's what... This guy's the man, and these guys... I'm talking about Haraguchi. Like, this is all Ray Borg's fault. Like, it's not fair to him because he, you only have so much time on the clock. You put your body through something. Of course, he can, I hope he got paid. Because I know he weighed in, but it's not fair to him. Because how does he move on? Like, are we going to act like he won and you're going to give him a top three guy next? Is that what's going to happen here? Because that's what should happen, okay? That's what should happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. Is that what's going to happen? Are we going to give Haraguchi here a title eliminator, a title eliminator fight? Eliminator fight. Title eliminator fight? Because... For Bantamweight, it's already set, right? For Bantamweight, it's already set. Rafian Stantz and Patchy Mix are fighting tomorrow. They're fighting tomorrow. The winner, that's going to get the winner of Patricio Pitbull versus Sergio Perez. That's going to happen at some point in June in Chicago. So, who's left for him to fight? I'm going to be honest. If, if, if Rafian Stantz loses tomorrow, have him fight Rafian. Why not? Tell me why not. Can you guys tell me why not? No, you can't, right? Because that's a good fight, and he deserves a, a big fight. Like, this is horrible, horrible, horrible news. Let's move on to something a bit lighter. Okay, so yesterday and today, Dana announced a few fights. Off the top of my head, Bulal Muhammad and Gilbert Burns will fight at UFC 288. In a five-round fight, replacing what should have been Charles Oliveira versus Benil Dariush. Let's see what else is there. because And then they have confirmed that Charles Oliveira and Benil have accepted to fight at UFC 289. So, 288. So now Gilbert and Bular are going to fight at 288. 
And Jackie Manson will fight Brendan Allen. Marvin Vittori will fight Jared Cannonier. And Josh Emmett will fight Ilya Tapuria. These are all different cards, right? And Sean Strickland will fight Abba Magomedov. I don't know who Abbas is. Look, see, it says the June 3rd at the Apex will be headlined by Hermanson versus Allen. That's a great fight. And then he goes, another headlining fight at the Apex is Marvin Vittori versus Jerry Cannonier. And he goes, on June 24th, we're back in Jacksonville, Florida. For UFC Fight Night, the main event will be Josh Emmett versus Ilya Tapuria. And on July 1st, there will be a fight between Sean Strickland and Abbas Magomedov. And middleweight. And I thought this was hilarious. Why finish the video by giving fans one last location for an upcoming UFC Fight Night card? UFC is heading back to London at the O2 Arena on July 22nd. An ESPN feature card. While no fights have been yet been announced, White concluded with, You know, I always have something special in line for the UK fans. For UK fight fans. This, scream, this screams another opportunity for a huge Patty Pimblet card. In front of the London fans. Okay. Okay. Ready? Ready for this? From all the... Because I haven't talked to nobody about it. But from all the stuff I've read online. This July 22nd card. It was supposed to be Kobe versus Leon. But you know what Leon did? Leon says, I'm not fighting that guy that day. Nope. And I thought, I'm like, okay. Then they're just going to strip him, right? Like that's what they that's what they would do, right? Like they they'll just strip him, and I'm like they're just gonna strip this guy because there's no way the UFC will allow this guy to have one up on them, will he? Dude, that's what happened because this was supposed to be a pay per view. Now they're saying it's gonna be a fight night. That is insane to me because there's no way the UFC has ever let anybody do that to them, unless your name's Connor or Nate, because they didn't even let George do that to them. Remember when Jorge wanted to do that? They're like, alright, bro. Gilbert, get in here. You're fighting Usman in July. But then Gilbert got COVID. I'm glad he's okay, though. And they made it one last announcement today. And I'm trying to find it, and I can't find it. Uh, Robert Whitaker will fight Drickus Duplessis. And I don't know if it's a UFC 290 or a card a leading up to, a fight leading up to that card. So we shall see. So it is going to be a UFC 290. And Dana, in the video, Dana says it's a title eliminator. So I guess it, Drickus, both Drickus and Adesanya and Robert all get what they want. Because if Robert wins, you're calling this a title eliminator, he gets the third shot at Israel. And with his interview with Ariel, he goes, I guarantee you I can beat this guy the next time we fight. And then Drickus also gets what he wants because he's like, I want to fight to fight for the belt. Look, UFC President Dana White has announced a number one contender belt in the middleweight division between former champ Robert Whitaker and Drickus Duplessis. I read Friday that Whitaker and Duplessis have agreed to clash at UFC 290 on July 8th, which takes place at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The winner will be awarded a championship belt against Israel Adesanya. The winner of that fight will fight Adesanya later this year, White said, in a video posted on Twitter. And that fight is targeted for Sydney, Australia. So, watch. Depending on when the Sydney card is, let me see. If in October they're going to Abu Dhabi, July they're going to Vegas, June they're going to Canada. And let's just assume November is at MSG like it always is, unless 
Unless, because, well, let's just assume, because they just said that UFC 290 would take place in, in Las Vegas. So let's assume, okay, we have, so we already have May in New Jersey, June in Canada, July in Vegas, October in Abu Dhabi. Unless they do two, unless they do two pay-per-views in one month. And they usually done that in August, or in, 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 in August, yeah. Because even though even though um, the July fight is International Fight Week, they also make the August fights pretty big. Because remember, the August fight at one time was John Jones versus Daniel Cormier. Even though that one, it was weird because they had the International Fight Week. And then they had the John Jones fight, which was towards the end of July. And then they didn't have a fight in August that year. But the following year, they had, I don't know if it was the following year or a couple years later, they had Cody Rhodes fight TJ Dillashaw in Los Angeles. And then they had the return of Nate Diaz versus Anthony Pettis and the, the rematch between Stipe and Daniel. So, like, the late summer cards are also pretty big. They, they just don't get that prestige. But let's look at the lineup so far for UFC 290. Alexander Volkanovski will take on Yair Rodriguez. That seems to be the main event. If that's the main event, I'm okay with it. Brandon Moreno will fight Alejandro Pantoja. Davidson Figueredo will fight Manel Cape. Drickis Duplices will fight Robert Whitaker. Robbie Lawler will fight Nico Price. Dan Hooker will fight Jalen Turner. And Treshawn Gore will fight Bone Nickel so far. And I wouldn't be surprised if they put Valentina Chevchenko versus Alexa Grasso on this card. So, so when when would they go to Sydney, Australia? Unless they have two cards in October, where they go in the beginning, they'll go Sydney and, or they can even go in September. We shall see, man. We shall see because Dana also said that Israel wanted to fight in the summer, right? But we shall see. Now let's talk about Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia. First of all, this bet that these two... Okay, okay, wait. Before I lose... I'm about to rant. Son of a bitch. You guys are going to make me rant. Originally going into this fight, I was all Tank Davis. But after the stunt they pulled... Hold on. After the stunt they pulled two days ago, I'm not going for anybody. Because that to me... It's not cool, man. Like, why are you guys betting purses? You you get them on the live, be like, hey, let's make a bet. And the other guy goes, oh, let's make a bet, go ahead. Let's bet our fight purses. Now, what I want to see is, what I want to know is, not what I want to see, what I want to know is, does that include their pay-per-view points? Because I believe that's where the real money is. I mean, they get their purse, and then they get the pay-per-view buys and all this stuff. Because they're partners in the fight. But they both go, let's make a bet. You want to bet your purses? What? First of all, you both need to give them to that money to your mom. That's how I feel. You don't need to do that, but that's how I feel. Second of all, you guys are risking brain damage. What if this could be your last fight? Remember Richard Collin? He fought a guy that, that kept hitting him in the back of the head. And that guy, he's not able to body anymore. Like, what are you guys doing? And look at what Connor said. This is Connor's tweet. Has any competing fighter bet their purse against each other then follow through? We should stop doing this. Fighting is tough. It can go anywhere. Luck plays a hell of a part. 
Don't be saying you're betting your fight purse against each other because it never happens and it's stupid. Train hard, fight hard, earn your dough, and enjoy it. God bless. Fucking not one, not two, but a million W's right there for Conor McGregor, ladies and gentlemen. Like, he's right. Like, what are these guys doing? Huh? Tell me what they're doing. They ain't doing, like, why are you doing that? You're going to build, you're going to build, quote unquote, you're building the fight. The fight's already built. This could be the best fight in boxing for the next 10 years because of the way boxing operates. And then what pissed me off even more was the guy sitting next to Gervonta Davis. I don't even know his name. I don't know if he's a, if he's a partner of Gervonta Davis. I don't really care. But he goes, ooh, we're getting paid. We're getting paid. Like, what? No, Gervonta's getting paid, okay? If this bet goes through and he wins. Gervonta's the one that's suffering the consequences. You're not. Like, what? Like, Bro, just because he's successful doesn't mean you get to act the way you want to act. Now, I don't know who this guy was. I don't really care who he was. If he has his own fame and fortune, good on him. But people, I hate people that act like that. And he's dancing around like, we're getting paid. We getting... No, Javante Davis is getting paid. Because Javante Davis is going in there and risking his fucking life. Okay? The same thing for Ryan. If Ryan wins and they do this stupid, I hope this bet's not real. And I don't think it is because they, they're both saying, oh, all I'm waiting for is the paperwork. Like, shut up, bro. But since then, I'm not going for anybody. I just want to see a good fight. And another thing, remember when, when Jose lost his mind, when the reporters asked him something about Connor and he like kind of lost his mind? This will be the last thing and I'll let you guys go. This is, this is Jose after the fact. I was a little heated. I just rewatched the match in the locker room, and I had won. Everybody said it, and right after that, a reporter asked me about Conor McGregor's comments, and I hadn't seen what Conor had said. I called him names because of that. Laughed a lot. But when I got back to Brazil, I messaged him apologizing because I saw it wasn't his intentions to challenge me. He was just trying to give me a push. I misunderstood given the way things were. But we're cool again. Connor is my friend. I wish him all the best. Remember, Connor should suck a field full of dicks or something along those lines is what Aldo had said. That was hilarious. But that's all I got for you guys. Follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later.